So a few years ago, my daughter came home from school, and she was so excited. She was so excited to come home from school, and, and it seemed like something she had done something that was like the greatest thing in her entire life. So she ran to her backpack to get out what she wanted to show me, and I was starting to get excited about what had happened, and, and this is what she showed me. She showed me her Scrubby Bear Clean Hands Club membership card. She had joined the Scrubby Bear Clean Hands Club, and she had taken the pledge. Here's the pledge to keep my hands clean at all time. I'll do my best to remember the motto, don't get sick, wash up quick. She was so excited. Now, what's interesting is, you know, from the time our kids are little, we tell them, wash your hands, because, you know, there's germs, and it could help them from getting sick. But throughout history, washing ourselves in some capacity has been almost a universal symbol. We didn't always know what germs were, but some sort of washing or ritual washing, something like that, has been popular in almost every culture. And the reason I believe that is, is because I actually believe that God ordained it that way. Because God also wanted baptism, being going, the symbol of going down in water and coming back up, to be something that everyone understood this is a big deal. And for Christians, this means that we put our faith in Jesus. And you already heard we're going to have baptisms. And just before Pastor Steve comes out and baptizes people there, I just want to share a little bit about what baptism is and why we do it the way we do it here. And to understand that, I think a great verse is Romans chapter 6, verse 3, that says this. Don't you know that all of us who were baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death? We were therefore buried with him through baptism into death in order that just as Christ was raised from the dead through the glory of the Father, we too may live a new life. Now, I want to start at the end of this verse where it says we may live a new life. Because the truth is, we all desire and need a new life. We desire a new life because if we're honest, if we look at our lives honestly, we will say, you know what, I, I could really use a life that has a little bit more peace in it. Or a life that has more joy in it. Or a life that has more love in it. Or patience. Like we could use a, a new life. And I say we need it because the truth is we, we mess up every day. We sin every day. One of the phrases I like to say over and over again is to imagine that you had a screen on your forehead. And everything that was going through your mind was on that screen. Now imagine how many friends you, ha you would have if every time you talked to your friends, what you were really thinking was going on a screen on your forehead. Imagine how long you'd have your job if every time you talked to your boss, what you were really thinking was going across your forehead. We need a new life because we sin all the time and we need to be forgiven for that. We need forgiveness from the mistakes we make, the sins that we make every single day. The good news is this verse talks about how we can have access to that new life. It mentions Jesus' death and resurrection. Because ultimately, it is through Jesus' death and resurrection that's the only way we have the opportunity for new life. Because Jesus was the one person who lived in this world and never sinned. He could have had that sign on his forehead. It wouldn't have mattered. He lived a absolutely perfect life. He was the one person who didn't need to die, who didn't need to be punished for their sins. And ultimately, he chose to die, to take all of all the stuff that we've done, put it on him so that we could be forgiven. The only reason we can be forgiven is because of his death and resurrection. But, but that just affords us the opportunity. The question becomes, well, then how do we get access to that opportunity? And that's what the beauty of faith is. It is by putting our faith in Jesus, by saying, hey, I believe in who Jesus is, I believe in what he's done for me, that we have access to this new life. And then what happens when we do that 
is the Bible says what happens when we do that is the Holy Spirit actually becomes a part of our life and helps us live that new life. Not only are we forgiven for our sins, but the Holy Spirit comes into our life and helps us live. Now, it doesn't solve all of our problems, but it enables us to have more of a peace and joy and patience and love and kindness, even with whatever is going on in our life. That's the beauty of the Christian message, that God graciously offers us this new life. Now, these verses also talked a lot about being baptized into his death and resurrection. What does that mean? Well, I'm glad you asked. That's why we're here this morning, because we are going to have baptisms. In just a moment, Pastor Steve's going to walk out there, and one by one, people are going to come in, and then we're going to read their story or their testimony. Now, the reason we do this is because ultimately the power of what's happening today is in their story. It's in the fact that they put their faith in Jesus because baptism is an outward sign of their inward faith. It is ultimately their faith that is the power. There's no power in the water. I wish we had like magic water. We don't have any magic water. What we do have is we have the stories of people who put their faith in Christ. And as a result of that, they are made new and have a new life. Baptism, in essence, is a little bit like a wedding ring. Now, you may notice, if you're close enough, that I am not wearing my wedding ring this morning. I've been married 21 years. That's not why I'm not wearing my wedding ring. (laughs) I'm not wearing my wedding ring this morning because I played basketball on Monday, and I didn't have my wedding ring on, and I jammed my ring finger. Tuesday, when I woke up, I tried to put my wedding ring on, and it wouldn't go on. And this morning, I tried still to put my wedding ring on, and it would not go on my finger. Now, because I have not worn my wedding ring for the past week, does not mean I'm not married. If I were to take my wedding ring and put it on someone else's finger, it does not mean that that person is married to my wife. But the wedding ring is a powerful symbol. It's a powerful symbol of the fact that I'm married. All you ladies out there, I'm taking, all right? (laughs) I know you were wondering. But the reason I'm married is because my wife and I made a covenant before God to each other. The power is in the covenant that I made Just like the power for everyone being baptized today is in their story of how they came to faith and how they became a new creation. In fact, Pastor Steve is going to ask them two questions. He's going to ask them, have you accepted Jesus Christ as your Savior? Meaning, do you understand who he is? And have you made a commitment to have him be the Lord of your life? And the second question is, do you purpose to follow him all the days of your life? Do you desire to follow him because you know he's God and you've put your faith in him so you're going to follow what he says, what the Bible says about who he is, what he's done all the days of your life. That's where the power is in the fact that each and every person has made a commitment to follow Jesus and because of that, they have a new life and have been made new. So as you watch and as you listen to their stories, for those of us who've made that commitment, It should well up an excitement, a memory of the fact that, you know, yeah, this is what I've done, and this is what's going on in my life. And if you're here this morning, and you have not done that, and you're kind of like trying to figure out all this stuff that we talk about in Christianity and Jesus, my encouragement to you is that you would just listen to their stories and ask yourself, hey, do I need a new life and to be made new? We want to thank you for watching and listening to our sermons online. And we hope that uh, you will be inspired to live more like Jesus through these. Please check out blackrock.org for more information about our church. Know that you can subscribe to our podcast on iTunes. 
And also uh, know that you can give uh, to BlackRock and to our ministry through PushPay, through our mobile app, and on our website. Your uh, donations and your support of our ministry allows us to have uh, these videos online and for us to impact our community.